In the cinematic sea of prequels, sequels, reboots, and reimaginings, the Movie Retakes podcast considers the merits and desires for Hollywood's new takes on our beloved movie classics. Brothers Matt and Chris Sully, and a special guest, examine the latest retake franchises, pitch their own original retake visions, and share their love for the movies that made them. This is Big Sully. And this is Matt, never too late to buy me way too many gifts for Christmas, Sully. And with me is my wife. Straight out of the sea of swirly-whirly gumdrops. That's right. (laughs) Don't forget to lick the snozzberries on your way in. It's Vanessa. Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for traveling all the way from the other room to this room. Such a journey. All for you. Um, And we are here for a very special Special, special Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever else you got. Celebrate it. Love it. We're uh, we're here to celebrate it with you, and thank you for joining us. This is Movie Retakes. Uh, be sure to follow and subscribe where you haven't done so already. What? Did you not subscribe? You're going to get coal in your stocking. Um, and, uh, check us out on Twitch when we do some live episodes there. We are over there now and always, uh, go to our website as well, movieretakes.com. We're going to have some content from this episode up there and you'll want to check that out. But first, do we have a special thanks? Yeah, we got a great review on Apple Podcasts all the way from across the pond in Great Britain, Ruben, who put it in parentheses right beside that Nerds Unite, rock on said five stars movie retakes is a great podcast done by the best sullies in the world chris sully being my personal favorite podcaster ever goat and gotta love the brother chemistry but don't listen to me listen to them and let your ear holes relax smiley laughy emoji this is reuben across the pond and then the hang 10 emoji that's what that is oh wonderful i think you're supposed to read that with a british accent yeah do that again with a deep. Would British that be accent. just? <laughs> I, I have a horrible British accent. I'm sure there's. And a... I wouldn't that just be straight up offensive? <laughs> Probably the way that we would do it. Be a bit more Cockney. They have to be used to it. It's it's just got to be go. one of those. It's just like from Texas. Everybody wants to say "yeehaw" or something. Just come in on your horse. We all have our own. Maybe that's what I should do it in a Texas accent since I'm in Texas. Well, you right kind now. of already did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Movie retakes is a great podcast oh, done by the best sullies in the world. Yeehaw! I couldn't tell the difference. Howdy. <laughs> well, um, whatever accent you got, um, thanks for joining us. And before we get into our uh, holiday recommendations, uh, what you watching? Well, I, uh, I've been traveling over the last couple weeks and uh, finishing up everything for our big extra life push that we did. So I haven't been watching as much, but the main thing that comes to mind is The Mandalorian Season 2. The last few episodes have been some of the best television I have ever seen in my life. For Star Wars fans, it is like a whole new wave of Star Wars movies right there on your TV through Disney Plus. It is amazing. We got some of our old favorites back. I won't spoil anything, but if you're not watching Mandalorian, fix that immediately. Get on it. Make it happen. Uh, other than that, I've been catching up on Superstore, my favorite comedy, which unfortunately uh, they announced next season's the last season. I don't understand why. It seems to be just rocking and rolling to me, but whatever. Uh, Supernatural came to a close, finally, after 15 seasons. I have not watched the finale yet. I am slow rolling 
just one episode every few weeks because it's going to be emotional when it ends. 15 seasons, over 320 or 30 episodes of this show, and I've watched every single one of them. That's going to be a real bummer to have that close out. And then catching up on Christmas movies, which is really what our, our topic is about today. So I haven't watched as much television, uh, but definitely going to be uh, watching more Christmas movies before the big day arrives. I do love this time of year, and that's probably my favorite part, that and the food. Yeah, I think so too. And we've we've started some of our, our Christmas movie watching. Uh, before we got into that, it's been a little while since we talked about... Um, some of these things, or we've just been cramming a bunch of movies, and we've watched uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon, which I found to be charming, very That's charming, good. very dramatic, uh, and I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched Romancing the Stone, uh, and a sort of a, a offshoot of that, we watched War of the Roses. We just love that. Both fantastic. Combination. Um, yeah. With uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Kathleen Turner. And uh, we watched, uh, or I watched City Lights, because um, I had... Um, a while back, I made uh, a list of, there's a bunch of Charlie Chaplin movies on Netflix. And so I added them all, uh, to watch. And, uh, so now I'm every once in a while I get, get it through one and I watch City Lights. We watched, uh, what was the one we watched together? Um, oh, about the circus. Yeah. It's called the circus. The Thank circus. you very much. <laughs> and, uh, uh, City Lights was better, but, um, I'll, I'll be going through and, and seeing which ones are, are really the highlights. Uh, we watched Parenthood. Overboard, uh, American Werewolf in London, This is 40, Edward Scissorhands, I watched Escape from New York, we watched the Santa Claus, Knives Out, which we loved even more the second time yeah. around. Um, well, the first time we went to go see it, it was Matt's birthday, and we saw it about six beers in. Couple of drinks. I didn't understand. Oh, <laughs> I was like, did we... I was lost. <laughs> I like everybody, but what's going on? Yeah, I was in the wrong theater. Um, I watched a movie called Extraordinary, um, which was very odd and uh, very, very entertaining. Um, you should check that one out. Uh, Standing Up, Falling Down. Um, Where did you watch all this? Late at night. You're in a bed already. <laughs> Big. Uh, we watched Die Hard. I watched Ava. Not recommended. Monsters University. Christmas Vacation. Hamilton, which we blew us away. were the last two people on the planet to have seen it. And haven't seen. Oh it. well, you got to watch it. If you like a musical and just oh, it was brilliant. I can't say enough about it. I yeah, it's. I, I've been thinking about it and trying to figure out if it's the best musical we've ever watched. And it's it, up there. It might be. Uh, I've never watched a musical where it is music the entire time and fast music, and it's just impressive for that alone, and all, and for the number of songs that are just genuinely very very good and funny and funny. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world Castaway, and this is the end. So we've pretty much covered the, the wide array of movies <laughs> in there. Um, but today's topic is, uh, Christmas movies. And these are going to be ones that we watch pretty much every year. Uh, and we definitely want to recommend for you guys that, um, Hopefully you've seen these, but if you haven't, then uh, obviously we're gonna we're gonna want you to. We're recommending them for a good reason. But first, uh, I have a behind the scenes segment about some Christmas movies that you probably know. Nearly every family has their own traditions for Christmas, from the always askew tree topper to the terrible adult reindeer footy pajamas. What movies make it into your annual playlist are equally important to boosting your holiday spirit. 
While some have adopted modern movies into their regular December repertoire, like A Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, and even Die Hard, for many viewers, Christmas isn't Christmas without Rankin Bass. Arthur Rankin and Jules Bass are the creators of holiday specials from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, such as Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman, The Little Drummer Boy, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Beloved by many for decades, these holiday films are quickly identified by their visual style and figurine stop-motion called Animagic. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first aired in 1964 and has aired on television every year since, making it the longest-running Christmas TV special. But what we consider an American staple has international roots. Other than Burl Ives, who played Sam the Snowman, every character in Rudolph was voiced by Canadian actors. Eh? The trademark Animagic styling was filmed at MOM Productions, a Tokyo-based animation studio. Japanese animation studios and personnel were integral parts of most of Rankin-Bass productions, but not all their work was limited to holiday-themed storylines or limited to television. Rankin-Bass made several theatrical films, including Willie McBean and his Magic Machine, Tolkien's The Hobbit, if you remember those, uh, they actually did uh, some animated versions before... Uh, Peter Jackson got a hold of it, and he also did. They did Return of the King. Uh, they've done The Last Unicorn, which a lot of people are big fans of, and The Wind in the Willows. They also produced several animated TV shows, including The King Kong Show, The Jackson Five, adorably spelled the number five I V E, The Osmonds, and a little show called Thundercats. The last Christmas special by Rankin and Bass was in 2001 called Santa Baby, featuring a predominantly African-American voice cast, including Vanessa Williams, Patti LaBelle, and Gregory Hines. Arthur Rankin died in 2014, making this the final Rankin-Bass production, but thanks to animators like Corky Quickenbush, we can still experience parodies of their early classics. Mad TV made Raging Rudolph a mafia-style Rudolph revenge story. That 70s show made an Eric Foreman Christmas with stop-motion Kelso. In one of our modern Christmas classics, Elf, the North Pole has a stop-motion snowman that looks distinctively animagic. And the live-action elves dress in virtually the same costumes as they did in Rudolph nearly four decades before. No matter what movies make your holiday tradition, you can bet Rankin and Bass have some influence, making them very special indeed. I'm still stuck on Quick and Bush. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Quick and Bush. Quick and Bush. Yeah, they didn't feel their last name was quite unique enough, so they named him Corky. Yeah, good oh, it's Quaken Bush. Corky Quakenbush. Quakenbush. Wow. Quaken in the bush. I don't know. Whatever. Doom I'm glad that's the, the only thing you pulled from that. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you get a chance to watch the movies that made us uh, about Elf? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, that was good. They do uh, they do a real good job of uh, talking about how Rankin Bash uh, the, those films uh, influenced Elf, and I didn't even realize how many scenes were taken directly yeah. from, and that the costume could be an issue. Uh, that they took those directly from I because I hadn't watched those movies in a long time, mm -hmm. so gave me a new uh, interest in going back and rewatching them after watching that movies that made us. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a neat one. It was, yeah, and they were worried that they weren't going to get the rights to it, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Well, what do we do now? I'm going to refilm this whole thing." Because, yeah, but it all came through. But yeah, that's cool. Um, so definitely an influence over over people for for a long, long time. Well. So now we want to cover our Christmas favorites. What we've done here is kind of like the um, uh, the Halloween episode. Thank you. Whatever that other holiday was. It's all long forgotten. 
Oh, ho, ho. Um, and so what we've done is we've broken up into different categories um, for some of these Christmas favorites and listed our top three. The categories are animated, family, comedy, adult, which includes basically action and horror, and then each one of us has a hidden gem, a movie you may not have heard of or maybe not thought of as a Christmas movie. We did exclude a few of the standards, uh, what we feel are the standards. So uh, in our list, we shouldn't have It's a Wonderful Life, because you should be watching that every year anyway. Uh, Die Hard, because it's pretty much made its way into a top spot as a Christmas movie. And Christmas Vacation, and A Christmas Story. I mean, TNT, I think they still do that 24 hours of Christmas Story. Yeah. TBS. So, T- oh, yeah. Brilliant. Is it TBS? And we okay. watch it every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I never Brilliant. get tired of it. Great, great movie. Die Hard is good for many holidays, even though it's Christmas. Yes. Mm, we that... watch that many times a year. <laughs> yeah. It never good gets good for all long. the days that end in Y. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's start with our animated category. And I'll let you go first. Well, I cheated a little. <laughs> Because I went mostly TV on these. And so for me, I have the Shrek Christmas special because it cracks me up. It's like little stories and they're kind of horror themed a little, which is fun. Um, A Disney Christmas Carol and a Charlie Brown Christmas just because the music. I love it so much. Cool. Brother? Uh, You know, animated, uh, I struggled with exactly what that was defined as and as i looked up on the internet a lot of people included the frank and bass the the stop motion so i did too uh frosty the snowman 1969 i love that one rudolph the red-nosed reindeer from 1964 and santa claus is coming to town 1970 oh, you did them all you celebrate their entire what is <laughs> yeah. it, collection? collection i mean yeah. i Catalog. can't think yeah. of other like cartoons yeah that, that was a hard one surprisingly we agree <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I ended up with uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, uh, which I'd seen that one when I was younger and really enjoyed that. Uh, uh, and a couple of newer ones, uh, the Polar Express, uh, that one with Tom Hanks where he plays different parts. And it's uh, sort of that, I guess that's animated. Is it? Yeah, it's CG. It, anyway. it falls into that yeah. category mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, one called Arthur Christmas, which is uh, sort of recent. And I watched it and... You loved it. I loved it immediately, and um, I want to watch it again. Hopefully we get to watch that again this year. And there's other stuff that has come up um, looking through these different lists. There's a new movie called Klaus. Klaus? Klaus? I don't know. Uh, It's K-L-A-U-S, and um, I think it's on Netflix right now, and it's highly, highly rated, so I'll probably be watching that one. Uh, So if you're looking for an animated movie uh, for Christmas that um, is... uh, Apparently well-rated than, than that one's for you. Okay, let's go over to family. Same order. Okay. How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000 with Jim Carrey. The Santa Claus. And a white Christmas. Or just white Christmas. Again, a musical. Mm. It's so great. It's so pretty. Brother. For comedies, uh, absolutely. No, for family. We're in family. Oh, for family? I'm sorry. He's doing another podcast at the moment. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Gremlins. Gremlins for me. Uh, I consider family and love it. Jingle All the Way, which I haven't watched in many years, but still have great memories of and and would like to watch again soon. And Home Alone. Mm. Good ones. Yeah, Home Alone's a, a great one. 
Uh, for me, I also went with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 2001, the Ron Howard one, um, or Jim Carrey one, whatever you want to refer to it. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, which we watched recently, and then Elf. I think Elf probably has made it into our list somewhere. Uh, and honestly, it should probably be a standard at this point. I mm-hmm. think it's a, a modern classic that everybody watches quite frequently. Okay. Uh, comedy. For comedy, I picked Scrooged with Bill Murray. Uh, Love Actually, just watch that, still hold up, and Home Alone, because I always think I'm going to be sick of it, and I still crack up every time, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, for a long time, I didn't watch it until the movies that made us uh, did Home Alone, and uh, and that got me back into it and made me appreciate it in so many different ways. Uh, okay, so comedy this time, I'll try this again. Uh, Elf, number one, hands down. I watch it every single year, multiple times, and I think I love it more every year. And then watching the movies that made us just took it up to a whole other level. Uh, the Santa Claus uh, from 1994. And I struggle to call this one a Christmas movie, but I looked at a lot of lists and thought how much I love this movie, and I'm going to watch it again in the next few days. Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. 1990. Just such a great movie. The music alone it's just i could just listen to that all day mm-hmm. yeah that uh i think that's tim burton at his prime there he did uh, yeah. a fantastic job with that it's a pretty movie yeah it's kind of a blend between his looks too like it's um sort of that batman look but also the um the peewee's big adventure sort of the oh, right. it's got both the bright colors yeah. and that dark and so it makes a really nice blend i, I think it's a a wonderful look for him. Um, let's see. Okay, moving over into... Or no, I have to do mine. Uh, I also did Scrooge. Uh, Home Alone made this list as well. And then uh, Trading Places. Uh, probably should have worked its way into adult, but I got some other stuff going on in there, so <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, and then that brings us over to the adult category, which is mostly a, uh, action and horror. What do you have? Or Trading Places, because it belongs in that category. It's very grown up. (laughs) (laughs) Or adult humor, yes. Adult humor, definitely. (laughs) Um, I also picked uh, Go, if you've ever seen that. Mm -hmm. I can't think of what year that's from. I didn't write it down. I think it's like 2000. Something right around there. A who's who of like early 2000 actors and actresses, and it's really fun. Um, And also the the Family Stone. It is not, it's more of a drama. Again, not action-y, but it's very adult-themed. Mm-hmm. Like the about family troubles and whatnot, and then it makes me boohoo, which is really my criteria for Christmas movies. <laughs> we didn't have a boohoo category. We should have had a boo. Well, these all make me boohoo, <laughs> every single one. <laughs> oh, and you had trading places. Wonderful. What about you? All right. Well, I may have misunderstood the category. Uh, I had three three titles, and the first one is Miracles on 69th Street. Uh, no, you said adult. No, I took no. this in the wrong direction. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did have to look up the actual title of a uh, of an adult film for Christmas. That's a real title. <laughs> I'm sure Ho 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 is. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a whole Santa's new house. kind of Ho Ho Ho. <laughs> I love it. Although you'll be surprised to find out there are quite a few titles uh, that are Christmas themed oh, yeah, because sure. I googled that as I should not oh, have. No. Oh no. Um, so no adult films for me. I put Scrooge in that category. Uh, because it is a comedy, but the humor in it is not something that most kids would appreciate, I wouldn't think, yeah. even though I first loved it as a teen, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, the Night Before with Seth Rogen and uh, Jason Gordon-Levitt and 
I'm sorry, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, from 2015. I love that movie. It's way better than it should have been. And Bad Santa from 2003. Although there's another one that I immediately listed and have not watched in probably a decade. I need to rewatch Bad Santa. It's one of those everybody recommends and I've never seen it. And I, I love Billy Bob and I will probably watch it. Yeah. But uh, I just haven't got around oh, to yeah, it. Oh, I think you guys would like it. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm should sure. watch for sure. Uh, for me, I think... Uh, Gremlins was on your list for something else, right? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, Gremlins is on my list. Uh, I was on his list. Okay. Uh, Krampus, uh, which was a surprisingly entertaining uh, horror film. And then Lethal Weapon. So it's actually during Christmas time as well, and not a lot of people put that on their list. Uh, The music in that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Die Hard in, the, in that the music is so Christmas-themed, but it works so well for an action film. <laughs> if you do watch Lethal Weapon, make sure you stay through the credits because the title song, mm. Your Love Your is a love Lethal Weapon, is like a lethal weapon. It's worth it. <laughs> Makes it all come together. Fantastic. It really brings the movie together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope it plays at my funeral. Um, <laughs> now <Noted>. let's... <laughs> Uh, I guess it would have been. That, that, then that's why I died. That's because one of Did our loves was a lethal weapon. <laughs> um, hidden gems. So um, this one we take, uh, like I said, a movie that maybe is not obviously Christmas themed, or one that just you know isn't appearing on a lot of those top ten, one hundred lists or whatever uh, for Christmas movies. What do you have? Well, I went more holiday themed because mine's set on New Year's Eve. And I picked 200 Cigarettes. It's from 1999, um, directed by Rosa Brandon Garcia. Who? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's about a bunch of 20-somethings trying to cope with 20-something drama on New Year's Eve in the late 80s. It's great. It's got, if you can name any actor, they're in it. Dave Chappelle, both the Affleck brothers, Courtney Love, Paul yes. Rudd, uh, Kate Hudson, Martha Plimpton, Christina Ricci, Jay Lord. I mean, everybody. They're all in it. And it's so wow. good. The music's fantastic. Highly recommend. Chris. For me, uh, I you already mentioned this one, but I put it in Hidden Gems because I don't think a lot of people think about it, and uh, it's Krampus. Hmm. I really like that one with Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David Ketchner, and, and quite a few other faces you'll recognize. That came out in 2015. I reluctantly watched it, <laughs> but loved it. Yeah, that's good. Because I, I, I just wasn't sure what, I, what to make of it, and I really, really liked it. The trailer for it was fantastic. But I watched that one because years before... Someone had turned me on to Rare Exports, which is a foreign film. Uh, I forget where it's from. I have it somewhere here. But I watched it on a recommendation from somebody on Twitter. And it's basically about Krampus. Uh, But I think it's like Swedish. Uh, But really beautifully filmed and a fun story. One of the few rare... uh, It's called Rare Exports. One of the few rare uh, foreign films with subtitles that I actually really enjoyed. Hmm. Cool. I feel like Krampus cheats. It's got Toni Collette and she just makes everything better. Yeah, she's amazing. She's so good. She's so good in everything. Uh, uh, for me, I've got The Long Kiss Goodnight. Before Jason Bourne, there was Samantha Kane. Oh. Uh, this yeah. stars Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson. It's written by Shane Black, who also wrote Lethal Weapon. Our love is like a lethal weapon. The Monster Squad, The Nice Guys, Last Action Hero, and directed by Rennie Harlan, who directed Cliffhanger and Die Hard 2. So if you're doubting it's Actiony, the your doubts are over. Uh, it is an action packed film. Way better with all film. It is good. You hush. And uh, I enjoy it. Sully's are split on this one. <laughs> no, we're not. I think he likes it too. 
Um, yeah, some good stuff in there. I actually think Go is probably one of the better uh, selections. That was very smart. Uh, that is a great movie. Go is great. And mm-hmm. uh, I forget that that's a, uh, a Christmas film, but it is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mary X Mask. They're going I have read. a question for y'all before we move on. There's in, in our Nerds Unite community, there's an often debated uh, few questions. One is, does pineapple belong on pizza? But that's not what we're here to talk about today. The second one is, is Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie? Hmm. You know, I, it, it used to be the Die Hard debate. Now it's the Iron Man 3 debate. Those aren't and in it, the same league, If we though. had a... What's that? Those, those aren't in the same league, though, in my mind. No, I agree, but but like if we had a checklist of things that made or did not make a Christmas movie, like it has, it's set at Christmas, there are snow, and there's snowmen, and Santa, there's a little bit of Christmas music, like does it meet all the requirements? Mm. Uh, I've never, we've nobody's ever formalized a list, but I've been swayed into thinking that Iron Man 3 is indeed a Christmas movie over the last couple of years. Well, we've talked about, honestly, I've, I think I've only seen Iron Man 3 maybe, maybe twice, so I, I don't know that... I know it well enough um, to say that. But we've talked about that before where we're watching stuff and there is a Ah, Christmas Christmas scene. scene. Yeah. (laughs) And we're like, does that make it a Christmas movie? I don't think so. I think it has to be the at least 50% of the movie takes place during a Christmas time. Mm -hmm. They could even be out of Christmas and then come back to Christmas or something like that. But if it's just like in passing, there is one, you know, they're like, putting what up were a we watching? And it starts at Christmas and then ends at Christmas. What were we watching recently? I don't know. I just listed all the movies. No, it wasn't on this list, though. <laughs> all the movies. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, cut this part. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. If, uh, I, I'll have to watch that again, so I, I can't really say definitively if it, if it sure is sounds like it. a Christmas movie. If you put it on during Christmas... That's it's a true. Christmas movie. Any movie you want to be a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie. <laughs> you can do Christmas activities while watching any movie, and it becomes a Christmas movie. That's right. All right. <laughs> oh, there you go. So all our lists are moot. Every movie is a Christmas movie. Hooray! <laughs> now let's do some trivia. This trivia is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be actual uh, questions uh, where Brother Sully... Go head to head. Brother against brother. Oh, Battle my. to the death. No. But, no? you know, in I a friendly way. Because we... To the death? <laughs> I don't want to be dead well, for Christmas. Well, it's nice knowing you, brother. <laughs> I prepared some questions. I think that they're they're medium to hard. I don't think they'll be me- they'll be hard for you guys. They progressively get harder. Mm. All right. I will stroke oh, my boy. beard accordingly. So if I don't know the first one, I'm really hosed. You will. So we'll just start and you guys yell out answers. Sounds good. All right. Number one. And each one is two questions from each movie. I can give you the movie. The first ones are about Elf. Which song does Buddy and Jovi sing while she's showering? Uh, it's cold outside. Close. Yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. There you Wait. go. <laughs> there, yeah, see, I'm horrible with song titles. I can sing the lyrics for half the thing, but the title would would sway me. If you need to sing your answer, um, Do I get half fine. a point? <laughs> if you need to sing your answer. <laughs> All answers are in the form of a song. All right, number two. Name two of the four elf food groups. Oh. Is maple syrup one? Yes. Candy? Yes. Soda? Candy canes. No. <laughs> yeah. It's candy, candy canes, 
candy, candy corn. Oh, oh, candy corn and so syrup and sugar. Sugar, yeah. by itself. I'll give you both. There's the sugar and syrup. Should try that sometime. Maybe you guys should try uh, spaghetti. Just a with sugar syrup. meal. No. I love when he makes a Ooh. little the bag. <laughs> Ziploc bag? <laughs> it's got like M&M's in there. Or He's made a slug. Can you imagine having that at your desk later with a fork trying oh. to get that out of there? Be delicious. All right. Moving on to a Christmas story. Okay. Which of Ralphie's friends gets his tongue stuck to the pole? What's his name? <laughs> I I'm bad with names too. <laughs> Song titles and and, and the Javier. names of characters. I'm better with actor names. Yes. In uh, the Mexican version, it's Javier. It's Javier. <laughs> El Stucco to El Pole. Uh, need to play that song. That noise here. Got triple dog dared. I know that. It's Flick. Ugh. Flick. Flick. I wasn't gonna remember that one. Ah, Flick. Are there more names? I'm looking for Chris. No. Oh, there's one. Okay. Which imaginary ailment brings Ralphie to a lowly life? Oh, soap poisoning. There you go. Yeah. You have to say it's right there. It was soap <laughs> poisoning. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but I didn't say fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? This is Die Hard. Oh, right. On which floor is the Christmas party? Oh, boy. They're the only people left in the building. 63? No. Yeah, it's got to be in the 60s. No. 804? No. Can we just keep guessing? Two. <laughs> 19. They could just see it. 111. It's on the 30th it's floor. It's in Nakatoma Plaza. <laughs> One of the top floors in Nakatoma Plaza. 30th floor. Oh. 30th? That's it? That building looks way bigger. Probably is. Though they go up higher later, don't they? Yeah. Or am I thinking adventure? There's some yeah, unfinished that's floors. That's true. <laughs> right. Before he sends down, <laughs> down the ho, 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 got, now I have a machine gun. Yeah. Right. Now you guys are hoes because they get harder. Oh, no. What fake name does Hans give John McClane? Oh, Bill Clay. Very good. I'm impressed. Wow. That's only because we just watched it like a few days ago. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I love his I love his American accent in that because you can still detect a little bit yeah. of, his, of his English or whatever accent that yeah. is. All right. Moving on to Home Alone. Hmm. What's the name of the film noir Kevin watches? Oh. Oh, the old black and white. Mm-hmm. Angels with I dirty t- souls. Close. Ugh. Very close. Wow. With filthy souls. With filthy souls. There oh, you yes. go. <laughs> you filthy animal. <laughs> They're filthy. They're not dirty. Sorry. <laughs> and oh. it's not a real movie. Oh. Which is a shame because I totally watch it. It could be. Why All haven't right. they made that movie? This is a hard one. Okay. What three items does Kevin say he bought at the grocery store? Oh, boy. At the end of oh, his mom. Oh, God. Um, I, I don't even know one. Fabric softener? That's one. Wow. Big Tully's losing. Big no, deal. he doesn't list that. Oh. She's like, we got to get to the store and buy milk. Milk. Oh, sorry, I went away. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the store. I bought milk, something, and Eggs? Fabric. Eggs. Yes. Matt is dominating. No doubt. All right. Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. What street does Frank Shirley live on with all the other rich people? Oh, boy. Melody Lane. Very good. Ooh, nice. And last. What's the final line of the movie? 
I did it. Very good. Wow. I was contemplating on that line after the movie, like thinking about how important it was, you know, for the whole franchise and stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really great because it was supposed to be basically, I think, the last National Lampoon. It should yeah. have been. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, I like Vegas seven, Vacation. Chris, two. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas Vacation has. Oh, thanks. Vegas Vacation has some really funny parts. There's it a does. couple really yep. funny parts. Like I hope the whole. Is it Papa Giorgio? Yeah. Or like this <laughs> yeah, Mr. Papa Giorgio. Like, regular I table, love Mr. That. Papa Giorgio. But overall, it's not a good movie. Yeah. But there's a couple really like how the, at the end they all drive in one of the cars. Yeah, they had he had won so many things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is good stuff in there. Uh, okay, so we uh, had some good stuff on our list. I am going to get these up on the website and um, list where you can find them. Uh, so if they're on the streaming services, which I imagine uh, a lot are going to be now with the holidays impending um, and. Uh, <laughs> Looming. <laughs> the looming over us. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, that way you can check out the list, see where you can find them, give them a watch. Uh, if you haven't watched any of these, you need to. They're just generally entertaining, but they're fun for the holidays. Uh, maybe don't mix up the adult category with the family category. Uh, check who's yeah. in the room You're before you do that. 69th Street. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, after hours. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for coming by. It was wonderful to have you here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Mm. Am I allowed to say that? You can say whatever you want. Merry, Merry Christmas. We'll bleep everybody. it out. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Feliz Navidad. You can't you, yeah, you can't align yourself with that. You have to be more general. <laughs> Dang. Ho 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 and nerds unite. <laughs>